My dear friends, this past Sunday, in my Temple Israel High School class, we do meet in person, vaxxed, masked. We're only unmasked on the bima, but in my class here, I sensed that my junior and senior high school students were understandably stressed, not about COVID, but about their December final exams. And I wanted to give them some perspective. And it dawned on me that the perspective was sitting on my desk in my rabbinic study in this black box. In this box is now a treasured gift a congregant gave to me last month in celebration of my 30 years as a temple rabbi. He came and shared this with me. Memories, he said, memories are my most precious possessions and are in part kept alive by objects that I have inherited and carried with me. Small things like in this box. So I wanna give you a gift, he continues. I want to give you the prayer book that belonged to my great uncle, Bencion Campos. His life and his story are one of the tales of my family that give me a sense of perspective and possibility and set the bar for a life well lived. Bencion died in Miami Beach in 2006, at the age of 96. He lost his blood family in the Second World War. The giver, the member who gave me this gift said, after marrying my great aunt Rachel and after Nazis started advancing through Bosnia, Bencion procured two sets of passage to safety in Italian-occupied Mostar, one for my family, our temple member, and one for Bencion's family, who were in Sarajevo. My uncle Bencion stopped by my hometown in Zenitsa to give the passes to my family, which made him too late for his own immediate family in Sarajevo. They were all taken to the camps and killed. Because of him, my family lived. After the Second World War, Ben Sion and my great Aunt Rachel emigrated to the United States where he was employed by NASA. He ended up being a part of the Apollo 11 mission. And I am enclosing the Apollo Achievement Award he received as a key member of the team which made possible Apollo's successful achievement of man's first landing on the moon on July 20th, 1969, signed in Washington, D.C. by the head of NASA and presented to Ben Sion. But Rabbi Ben Sion was the most humble of people. He rarely spoke about his amazing achievements. And as close as we were, he never once told me what he did to save our family. 
I only found that out from others. He taught me to always view the world through a bird's eye view. So I shared the prayer book and black box with my temple students. And I share it with you on this Shabbat to help us all keep perspective during these ongoing Omicron times. This relative of a dear temple member lost everyone and everything. And he still set the bar for a life well lived by seeing the world through a larger lens. And in many ways, that's what it means, vayina fash on Shabbat, to get your soul back, to reach that moment of true wisdom. And I told my teens, true maturity and purpose. When you become aware that you are not created for yourself or for your own goals, you were created to make life better for someone else. And the man who held this prayer book did that for one who sits in these seats. When we were in a lockdown over a year ago, and people couldn't travel around winter break and vacation time, I noted the words of Marcel Proust, who was right in saying that the secret to discovery in this life lies not in seeking out new destinations, but in seeing everything around you with new eyes, new perspective, new eyes. The miracles are everywhere. Sometimes we just don't see them, whether it's the people in your life, the gift of a new day, or a tree you never noticed on your walk. Hanukkah may be over, but the miracles are not when we get ourselves new eyes. This week in the Torah, in one of the more emotional moments in Scripture, Jacob the patriarch will die at the age of 147, by the way. Joseph and his brothers are going to bury their dad. They're going to make up with one another. They're going to put all the bitterness of the past behind them. And then as this wonderful opening book of the Torah, the book of Genesis, Bereshit, draws to a close, Joseph himself can return to God in peace, dying at the age of 110, knowing and believing that despite all he has been through, his life had been blessed. Most of us may not be feeling a sense of relation or proximity to God right now. How comforting to know that our ancestors felt the same way at times, faced the same predicament. Remember, God is in this world, Jacob said earlier in his life, and even I didn't know it. Then at certain moments, he and we do recognize the miracle behind this life of ours, whether in the boundary moments of birth and death, moments in nature or amazement at the world as a wondrous mystery, even flashes of transcendence like, wow, I'm part of a Jewish people, a chain of history, going all the way back to the scrolls in the ark. It hits parents sometimes who don't consider themselves religious at a bar or bat mitzvah, or grandparents, siblings and other relatives too, when family members think without even saying it, never in our wildest dreams could we anticipate or know the joy and love this child, these children would bring to our family circle.
The birth of any child and looking back later is always such a moment. This family's already spiritually tuned. All of us can be. Jacob even blesses, as I said, his grandsons before dying. And Jacob's sons hug each other, look into each other's eyes, and they come as close to knowing God as any human ever will. Next week, when we move into Exodus and meet Moses, Moses will see more of God than anyone yet. Remember, he cannot see God's face. For the face is the distinguishing feature of a person. And to read the face, to see into the eyes of someone, is to know a great deal of that person. Such knowledge of God is impossible, but we catch traces of God in the faces of the children we raise, in the people we love. And potentially on every Shabbat, which by the way, do you know what Shabbat means? Literally, stop. What a blessing my life has been. A miracle in spite. No matter what your loss is, the unimaginable losses, Ben Sion, who prayed from this prayer book, survived, carried with him, and helped get a man to the moon, and saved this family in Memphis. And he never told them. What a blessing he became. What a blessing to be part of the same people as Ben Sion and faith, the faith grounded in the mystery and humanity, surviving the sorrows, savoring the happy times, the simchas, and holding on to objects in our hands or our hearts that remind us to hold on and live as long and well as we can as God's partners in the building of a better tomorrow. We're all passengers, but we have each other. And let us say, Amen.